Good afternoon, sports fans, and welcome to Garrison Talk Sports here on Anchor. I'm Garrison Hardy. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, we've got NFL action all across the NFL starting early, early this morning as the Minnesota Vikings and the Cleveland Browns met in London across the pond. Uh, Minnesota would take the win 33-16, to and unfortunately for the Browns, that means they are still winless as they fall to 0-8 on the season. Just a very troubling year uh, for Browns fans. And in uh, Hugh Jackson's tenure, they are now 1-23 and in their last 24 games. Uh, Jarek McKinnon had a very solid day out of the backfield, 14 carries, 50 yards. Case Keenum led the, the way the victory with 27 uh, complete, completions out of 43 attempts, 288 yards and a pair of touchdowns, and Latavius Murray uh, with 19 attempts, 39 yards, bit of an inefficient day rushing-wise. Uh, Vikings receivers, however, were able to pick pick up the slack. Adam Thielen, uh, Thielen, I think that's how you say his name, five receptions, 98 yards, and a touchdown. And then Jarek McKinnon also getting his beak wet as far as uh, passing is concerned. Six receptions, 72 yards. Uh, very good fantasy day as far as he's concerned. We'll touch back on that later. Uh, moving on, the New England Patriots got another win today, this time uh, at the expense of the L.A. Chargers. Still not used to calling them that. They improved to 6-2 on the season while the Chargers fall to 3-5. and five where they will hang back with the Oakland Raiders. We'll touch on that game as well later. Uh, unfortunate news for the Patriots. Chris Hogan, who was lost at the end of the fourth quarter to an injury to his arm, it looked like. He's going to be getting an MRI on Monday uh, just to see what the extent of this injury is. Hopefully it's nothing too serious. New Orleans Saints, Chicago Bears in action today. The Saints got the win 20-12 to over the Bears. Uh, Mitch Trubisky had a bit of a tough day today, 14 of 32, 164 yards and a pick. On the Saints side, Drew Brees, 23 of 28, very efficient, 299 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, but he did receive, he did complete his 6,000th career pass in the NFL. That is very good numbers right there. That's right up there with the greats, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, uh, Brett Favre, you name it. Uh, he's He's in that category. Elsewhere, Panthers got the win over the Bucks, 17-3. That'll improve the Panthers' record to 5-3, and three, and while the Bucks fall to 2-5. and five, The <clears throat> excuse me, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Indianapolis Colts. Bengals get the win 24-23. Still no word on whether Andrew Luck will be back in action. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals improved to 3-4 and four and keep their hopes in the AFC uh, playoff race alive. Jacoby Brissett, uh, Brissett, excuse me, a very solid day today. 25 of 39, 233 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Andy Dalton got a solid performance today of 17 of 29 for 243 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, his leading receiving uh, target was actually Joe Mixon out of the backfield. Uh, three receptions, 91 yards. A.J. Green, very, very limited day. However, he did get the touchdown to kind of save his fantasy performance. Three receptions, 27 yards. Elsewhere across the league, the Bills improved to 5-2 and two on the season as they keep pace with the Patriots uh, with this win. 
Uh, they defeated the Raiders 34-14. to The Raiders are now 1-5 since that win against the New York Jets earlier this season. The Eagles improved to 7-1 on the season with a 33-10 win over the San Francisco 49ers, the only uh, other 0-8 team, them and the Browns. Also of note, the last time the Eagles went 7-1, and they made it to the Super Bowl. They would go on to lose, but still, it's uh, something to keep an eye on as this Eagles team is on fire. There's also reports that they are trying to uh, acquire uh, Megatron or Calvin Johnson from the Lions and bring him out of retirement. Moving on, the Atlanta Falcons uh, got it back on the winning track today as they defeated the New York Jets. 25 to 20 in pretty close fashion. Uh, Falcons will improve to four and three, whereas the Jets will fall to three and five. That being said, I think the Jets ought to be proud of their record as of right now. The many projected that they would be uh, the doormat to the league. That being said, they have turned in quite a solid performance this season, being in a lot of close games and a lot of games where they were uh, heavily overmatched, including this game today. And they once again. Uh, fight to the bitter end uh, if I'm the Jets I gotta keep coach Bowles uh, I think he's done an excellent job with this very young inexperienced roster and going forward even though they may not get as high of a draft pick as they had originally you know thought about getting there this is a team that can help build for the future uh, so if, if I'm a Jets fan I have a pretty good feeling about this team going forward uh, those are all the games that have gone final. Now we have some games that are currently in action, starting with the Houston Texans and the Seattle Seahawks uh, from CenturyLink Field in Seattle. The Houston Texans have the ball, third quarter, 50 seconds remaining. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks lead 27-24 in this game. Uh, some stats worth mentioning. Deshaun Watson uh, for the Texans, 14-24, 253 yards couple touchdowns but also a couple of interception uh, interceptions uh, he is also leading the Texans in rushing today seven carries for 59 yards uh, some great receiving numbers he's gotten the ball to DeAndre Hopkins six receptions 118 yards and Will Fuller three receptions 84 yards and a pair of touchdowns on the Seahawks side Russell Wilson 15 and 24 260 yards two touchdowns uh, very little rushing from this team today, and that's just all thanks to the offensive line. Unfortunately, they are just not able to get anything going. Uh, they have spread the rock around to three of their backs, J.D. McKissick, Eddie Lacy, and Thomas Rawls, and they have a combined total of three yards rushing. <clears throat> as far as receiving is concerned, Trey Madden leading the way, number 38, one reception, 66 yards. Tanner McAvoy, one reception, 53 yards. Doug Baldwin getting the most targets with five receptions and 49 yards. Jimmy Graham has slumped back, one reception, nine yards. Uh, there were some rumors that he was being looked at for a possible trade option, uh, but uh, Pete Carroll came out immediately, uh, denied those those claims, saying that the, they are not looking to trade Jimmy Graham whatsoever. But that being said, as a Seahawk fan myself, when I look at the situation in which we just can't seem to get Jimmy Graham the ball on a consistent basis, um, if I'm if I'm Seahawks management, I look to move him to boost that offensive line because when the Seahawks were a real big time Super Bowl threat, 
is when they were able to run the ball effectively and then take a lot of that pressure off of Russell Wilson so he wasn't running around for his life each and every play. That's just me. I guess that's why I'm not a manager. So they they got they have, must have a plan somewhere upstairs. But in any case, uh, there's also another game in action, and that's in our state or our nation's capital, as the Washington Redskins trail the Dallas Cowboys 20 to 13. It's the third quarter with 5:20 remaining. Let's take a look at some of the stats here. Uh, this is also on Fox. If any of you want to tune tune in there. Dak Prescott, very limited passing day for him. 11 to 15, 113 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott back, having another good day. 19 carries, 88 yards, two touchdowns. It's going to be interesting to see if he, uh, the suspension will be reactivated after this week. Uh, I believe he was given like a two-week extension on playing time. So that will be interesting to see where they go from there. Uh, but again, another good day for Elliott. On the Redskins side, Kirk Cousins, 16 to 21, 118 or 81 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Very limited day rushing the ball. Good job at that Cowboys front seven. Jamison Crowder, five receptions, 88 yards, no touchdowns. Chris Thompson, five receptions, 45 yards. Uh, Terrell Pryor, no receptions today. They might want to look into trading him as he has all but disappeared on this offense. So guys, we just examined what was going on across the league as far as action on the field. Let's take a look at action in the fantasy aspect of it, and that's fantasy football. Now, before I begin, this is PPR standard format, so if you have a different format, this won't exactly tie into your league. Uh, but we're going to take a look at the top 10 performers, uh, maybe a couple uh, other interesting uh, performances across the league. But the top 10, 10 fantasy performers uh, across the league, we'll start with number one, uh, Indianap Indianapolis uh, tight end Jack Doyle. He uh, hauled in 12 receptions, 121 yards, and a touchdown. He was targeted 14 times for a grand total of 30.1 points. Uh, an excellent day and also a very surprising one at that. He's always one who gets targeted a lot by Jacoby Brissett, but definitely wouldn't expect that kind of output from him. Excellent day for Jack Doyle. Uh, LaShawn McCoy comes in at number two. Buffalo's running back had a great day against the Oakland Raiders defense, rushing the ball 27 times for 151 yards and one touchdown. Uh, he also had six receptions for uh, 22 yards, targeted seven times by uh, quarterback uh, Tyrod Taylor. That came for a grand total of 29.3 points for McCoy, who's turned in an excellent season thus far. Jarek McKinnon, uh, Minnesota running back, uh, benefiting from uh, uh, the injury to Dalvin Cook. Obviously, uh, you don't want to want it to happen that way. But in any case, he's gotten a lot more action in, uh, as a result of it. Uh, he rushed 14 times for uh, 50 yards and a touchdown. But he was also at very active in the receiving core. Six receptions, 72 yards uh, for t off of 10 targets for a grand total of 26.2 uh, uh, points in fantasy now this guy I'm really excited about because he's on my team and that's Will Fuller uh, the Houston uh, uh, Texans wide receiver uh, he's 
he only has three receptions, but he's caught for 84 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he's only been targeted five times, and he has a grand total of 23.4 points. So I'm very ha- excited about that. Uh, how about a Jets wide receiver coming in at number five, Robbie Anderson. Uh, targeted six times, and he caught all those targets for 104 yards and a touchdown. Uh, you got to say, Josh McCown has been having an excellent season for the Jets, even though they haven't uh, aren't necessarily favored in a lot of these contests. They go out and play well, uh, and Anderson continues that trend here. Deshaun Watson coming in at number six, the Houston uh, Texans quarterback, rookie. 14 and 23, 253, two touchdowns. I do believe he has two picks now. Uh, again, he is their leading rusher in the game thus far. That game's still in action. Six for 56. Uh, currently has 21.7 points, uh, according to PPR format. Melvin Gordon in at number seven. Uh, he's got 14. He had finished the day with uh, 14 rushes. 132 yards and a touchdown, taking advantage of the fact that New England just lost their best linebacker for the season, Dante Hightower. Uh, He also had one reception for seven yards on two targets, 20.9 points. Adam Thielen uh, from Minnesota, the wide receiver, had a great day in London today. Five receptions, 98 yards, and a touchdown. He's obviously developed a kind of rapport with uh, backup quarterback Case Keenum, 20.8 points. DeAndre Washington from Oakland, at least somebody had a good day on their offense. Uh, He rushed six times for uh, 26 yards, but that's not where he did his damage. That was in the passing game. Eight receptions, 62 yards, and a touchdown for 20.8 points, same as Adam Thielen. And bringing out the top 10 is Ezekiel Elliott with 17 carries, 86 yards, and two touchdowns. One reception for four yards, grand total of 20 points. And my brother's got to be happy about this one. He has Isaiah Crowell on his fantasy team coming in at number 11. Uh, 11 carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown. Four receptions, 54 yards on six targets for 19.8 points. There you go, Doss. He's alive. Alive and kicking. That's going to bring out your fantasy football top 10. Coming up next, we're going to talk about uh, what's been happening on an NBA Sunday. It's not just football. Basketball's going as well. So now, first game we're going to take a look at in the NBA side of things, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks. The Milwaukee Bucks continued their hot start today, moving to 4-2 with a 117-106 win over the Atlanta Hawks, who are uh, in rebuilding mode uh, with this 1-6 start. Giannis Antetokounmpo continues his fantastic play, this time with 33 points, 11 rebounds, averaging well over 30 points a game. Chris Middleton, another solid contributor, 27 points, 9 assists, 7 rebounds, close to a triple-double there in 38 minutes of action. Moving on, a game currently in action, the San Antonio Spurs, my Spurs, lead the Indiana Pacers 94-92, just one over one minute to go in that game. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be sure to try and get you guys the score as it happens. LaMarcus Aldridge, another fantastic day, 26 points, 8 rebounds. Uh, Pau Gasol showing some life here, 17 points, 5 assists, 6 boards. Uh, Rudy Gay down with 10 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. 
so that this game again coming down to the wire as we look to the Spurs side of things DeMontis Sabonis uh, the rookie from Gonzaga having a fantastic day 22 points uh, he's not a rookie I just re just remember the Thunder had him last year so scratch that anyways he's having a good game <laughs> 22 points 12 rebounds two assists uh, and then Victor Oladipo 20 points five assists four boards Boban Bogdanovich uh, the small forward 15 points eight rebounds so this game again coming down to the wire just over one minute two seconds so it looks like they're in a in a timeout right now uh, elsewhere across the league we're on the second quarter of action here uh, the Charlotte Hornets and the Eastern Conference leader right now Orlando Magic locked in a tight one 34 to 32 early in the second quarter take a look here Nikola Vucevic off to a good start Evan Fournier continues his hot shooting with nine points in the first half Terrence Ross with seven Jonathan Simmons with five and for the Hornets let's see how Dwight Howard's doing six and two thus far six points two boards uh jeremy lamb with seven marvin williams also with seven uh, and kemba walker with two but also with four rebounds and three assists again that game going on pretty early right now the wizards already up 20 on the sacramento kings leading 42 20 uh, with this early in the second quarter with nine minutes to go. So Kings not off to a hot start this season. We take a look. They're one and four. Uh, outscored 35 to 16 in the first quarter. Kings clearly in a, a rebuilding mode of sorts. Otto Porter Jr. and John Wall both with 11 points apiece to lead this hot start for the Wizards. Uh, that's definitely, definitely a good sign if you're a Wizards fan. Uh, the only other games going on today is between the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers and the New York Knicks and uh, the Golden State Warriors will take on the Detroit Pistons live from Oracle Arena long homestand in action for the Warriors and I'm just kind of taking a look at this Spurs game here because you know you know guys I'm a Spurs fan myself uh, just 30 seconds remaining in the game Spurs with a two-point lead still 94 to 92 uh, let's see if we can't go to more of a play-by-play -play kind of coverage of the game. Duh, 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 not finding it. Well, and I can't find it, unfortunately. I'm sure it's on my ESPN app, but I'm on Anchor. So let's take a look at the Western Conference standings while we have a sec. Memphis Grizzlies leading the Western Conference 5-1 and one on the season thus far. Uh, the Clippers come in at <clears throat> number two uh, with four and one record, and the San Antonio Spurs round at the top three with a four and one record. In the Eastern Conference, scroll down here. Uh, the Orlando Magic, as I mentioned, number one with a four and one record. Boston Celtics <clears throat> come in at number two with four and two. Detroit Pistons and the Bucks are tied at number three with a four and two start. Yes, I understand it's early in the season, so it doesn't really matter, but always interesting to see how the teams are kind of shaping out to start. Uh, and, and thus far, uh, it's been an exciting brand of basketball. A lot of points put on the board um, thus far this season. And the Spurs just lost to the Indiana Pacers. I know you guys were dying to know. Terrible news. <laughs> um 
tough day for the Spurs. LaMarcus Aldridge had another great day, though, leading all scorers for the Spurs. 26 points, 8 rebounds. Pau Gasol was 17 points, 7 boards, 5 assists. And on the Pacers' side, Victor Oladipo leading all scorers with 23 points, 5 assists, and 4 rebounds. But DeMontis Sabonis, very impressive performance for him. Gets the double-double, 22 points and 12 rebounds. Um, I'm looking for Miles Turner. He must have been inactive today. One of the young stars for the Pacers, which makes my Spurs loss sound all the more uh, bad. But then, you know what? I can say I, we don't have Kawhi Leonard. So, boom, there's my excuse. Uh, therefore, the loss isn't as bad as I thought. In any case, uh, we'll be fine. Pop always figures it out. Uh, it's just regular season. We'll still get our 50-plus wins. Uh, guys, that's all I got for us today. Uh, that's really all the sports action that's been going on. Uh, World Series will be back tomorrow. Dodgers and Astros. Uh, the series is knotted up at two apiece, so it's really been a fun series. Uh, but now LA gets the home field advantage once again. Uh, the way it, it'll go, if it's a seven-game series, it'll be LA, Houston, then LA again. Uh, and it's really going to come down to the pitching staffs of both of these clubs. And uh, we'll get back into the meat of the Astros pitching staff so they'll get a chance to redeem themselves, uh, namely Kukli and Verlander. And then for the Dodgers, the, we'll be seeing Kershaw coming up pretty soon for Game 5. I believe he's he's slated to pitch, so that'll be interesting to see. And then Monday Night Football, we'll have a, a little show for that with my prediction. Uh, and then we'll also have some NBA games as well. So stay tuned. Um, that's all I've got for us today. Be sure to tune into my Facebook page titled You Pick It, spelled just like it sounds. You, as in you, uh, pick, and then it. Just you pick it, all separate words. We'll be posting scores, updates, projections, uh, predictions, and lastly, just news and storylines. So uh, please feel free to head over there and give us a like if you deem our page worthy. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great rest of your weekend. And uh, let's start this week uh, off strong going into tomorrow. Again, thanks for joining us. This is Garrison Talk Sports live on Anchor.